This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming up on TMS, a bicycle built for poo. I don't like Stewie. <laughs> the Avengers and Amame. Premature disconnection. Ancient bacterial cultures, huh? We need more Calgon. <laughs> Stupid farmer's almanac predictions. Mr. Blue Sky with Groot and a caveman. Mumbling Cotton Eye Joe. Accidental a-hole. Dude, just buy some filament. Big Coffee has been lying to us. Like what you like. I hate it. Ragnarok is my favorite MCU movie. Japanese fecal logistics. F this place with Steven. Leaf meat with Gwen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I'm going to make some hot dogs. The Morning Stream. There can be only one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is Monday, March 27th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Abbott. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. Hello. Happy We're, Monday to you. Thanks, man. We're almost done with this month. It's almost out. I know. Yeah. March, is it going to leave like a uh, lion? Come in like a... Lamb, lamb it comes in like a lamb, leaves like a lion, or vice versa. In like a lion, leaves like a lamb. Wait, I can't which remember way? Which, which way is it? Yeah, which way does it like go? A, in like a lion, leaves like a lamb. I think is, is that the, what we, is that what we want? Do we want a lamb at the end? Like, what do we want out of our transition? Uh, I want pref- uh, rain. Is what I want. I want some rain. Okay, because All right. yeah, I kind of want a lion. Lions are cool, you know. Big. Yeah, but that means that means big scary weather. Is the it's it's all about the weather, Scott. Oh, is that what that always meant? It is. Yeah, no. it's like if you're if you come in with really crappy weather, it'll uh, March will end with really nice weather. It is the the stupid farmer, the stupidest farmer's almanac prediction ever. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> Why did they? So whenever someone says the lion is the king of the jungle, that never made sense <laughs> to me because they they live in the Sahara. They live out in like big sprawling desert stuff. They don't live in the jungle. I don't think. Right. Right so why do they do that? Why wouldn't they say jaguars are the king of the jungle or freaking 
I don't know, leopards or something. Something that lives because in the damn they jungle. Placed, when they took a, a lion out of its element, out of the uh, the savanna, mm-hmm. and dropped him into the jungle, boy, he ruled that place because uh, they didn't know what to do with him. They thought, oh, what the heck is that furry thing doing yeah, there? And the why hell? is it eating everything? Yeah, very weird. All right, well, mine isn't going out like a lamb at all. Mine is still snowing here. We had a uh, huge snow yesterday, and I don't know why. It just came out of nowhere. Suddenly really? it was snowing. It was a little bit warm right before, and then it was really cold. And it snowed all day, and then this morning I wake up and it's kind of melting again. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. <laughs> so whatever, California, keep your stuff to yourself, please. Keep your weird uh, weather the, patterns over there. March, Colorado March is the second snowiest month. February the snowiest. March is the second snowiest. When, when you know, uh, I, I run into people like, oh my god, how is it still snowing? My mom even texted me today and says, I can't believe the snow. And I said. I can believe it. I believe it. March is the second snowiest month here in Colorado. You've lived here your, almost your whole life. You should know that. Yeah. And then she stopped uh, texting me. And that was the last Brian heard from his mom. That was the last that I heard from my mom. Yeah. She's done talking to me for now. Yeah. No more snarky son replies for her, I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. It's a Monday. That means that we yeah. have something to give away and start a new giveaway for. Stand back and check your personal belongings. It's time for the morning form. That's right. The morning form is happening right now. And we have a winner from last week's uh, print sticker and frog pants pack, plus the Vegas drink coaster. I'm sending them one of those. Uh, And that we are last week's winner is Brian Belmore. Brian Belmore. I was so excited for a second. I thought for sure. Yeah. Another. I know. Another chance to be the the winning Brian and you missed it. Didn't happen. (sighs) B-R-Y-A-N in this case. Uh, But anyway, Brian. uh, That Brian, he needs all the help he can get. His name is spelled that way. He deserves all the prizes he can. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad you're. Just kidding, Brian. Just kidding. We're glad you're winning, Mr. Belmore. Um, But anyway, he won, and I'll be sending him an email shortly with his his winnings. And congratulations there. I thought it'd be fun to take a quick look at the uh, how the category turned out. It was best primetime animated series, was our question. Sure. And the runaway winner at 35.3% of the vote, Futurama. Good Lord. Did real good. Mm, good choice. Second, uh, tied for second, The Simpsons and Bob's Burgers tied. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, okay. King of the Hill, way too low. 3.2%. I'm irritated with that. I don't like that. <laughs> Family Guy beat King of the Hill. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You can't, uh, it can't beats be in this that. house too. I like I like them both, but I but I do give the edge to uh, Family Guy. Oh, I can't do it. I just can't let him have it. Uh, really? Let's see. South Park only two point three percent. Why? Why not, Scott? Why can't you let? Why can't you let Family Guy have the win? <laughs> I think you just demonstrated why. I can't stand Stewie. <laughs> uh, South Park be- losing to the Flintstones. Flintstones two point eight percent versus two point three for South Park. Man. Anyway. Wow. Wow. Uh, so people like what they like, and it's fine to like what you like. It is. It's totally fine to like what you like. Uh, but here's the good news: you can win again this week, and this week's topic will be the best MCU movie, single movie in the MCU. We're not talking about like series or series of sequels. It can be one of those sequels. It can be the original, but it's just a single movie, and that's I, it. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, Scott. I don't know. I I feel like. Uh, I feel like an asterisk needs to be placed uh, for Infinity War slash Endgame because that's that's one four-hour movie. Come on now. I mean, I I prefer it that way. But <laughs> I do too. I, I think yeah. you're going to have to obviously vote for released it. as two movies. 
sure. separated by uh, we saw both of them for uh, TMS Vegas isn't that cool it is very cool both, both, I, both movies they, were, that was great except for the one place that had the blinking lights in front of everybody's oh, thing freaking bright blue lights I love the fact that it's like oh I need some more coke yeah flip on the light and they come and bring you more coke but uh yeah it was annoying uh it's annoying for everybody who sits behind you with those damn blue lights. Yeah. There's got to be a better way. There was better only, position for the only people lights. that enjoyed that were the ones that were right in front and nobody else's lights were in their way. <laughs> exactly, yes. But anyway, uh, you can go vote now. Now, I put every single MCU film in here <laughs> except, really, for, except, okay, Star, right. except for Spider-Man stuff. So you can write those oh, in. Okay. So you can write those in if you want. And they are technically the newer Spider-Mans are MCU. Yep. So if you want to include those, you certainly can because there's an other option. But I put everything else that's just like mainline MCU, everything from Iron Man 1 all the way down to Black Widow, Shang-Chi, like, uh, all that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could have uh, left out Thor Dark World and Eternals uh, and just put in uh, the, the Spider-Man movies. Like if- <laughs> I mean, I could have, but they're technically MCU. Yeah. So look, the deal is this. It's not like, you know, there is yeah. no definitive winner. I mean, I have my favorite. I know you do as well. Sure. sure. Uh, but what we're looking here for is just tons of you letting us know your takes <laughs> so that then I can give you a prize. All I right? think my vote would be for the Italian film that came after Guardians of the Galaxy 2 called Ragnaro. Yeah, it's supposed to say Ragnarok. I have that one. Yeah. Ragnaro. I'm not surprised. There's probably other typos because I was Endgame typing really is fast. one word. Uh, is Endgame one where's, word? Where's, yeah. Where's uh, Quantumania? Uh, it's, oh, yeah. It's not on there. Well, you have to yeah, write it in. Uh, you have to write it in. Where's uh, Thor? Uh, or not Thor. Uh, where's um, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever? I got that. Ooh. I just put it as Black ah. Panther 2 right there. Oh, you did put it in there? Yeah. Oh, you do have it in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the Guardians incorrect, incorrect 2. Title. Incorrect title, by the way. What? Black Panther 2? Yeah, Black Panther 2. Well, like, yeah, but no, the, the, people know. Yeah. They know what I'm saying. The, say, why hey, did you put, hey, you why guys, did you put see, Winter Soldier and not Captain America 2? Because it's a pain or in the ass to type Civil Captain America 2. Captain America 3. I'm, I'm, typing, <laughs> I'm typing the shortest answers possible. And Iron I Man trust our audience to know what the hell they're clicking on. Anyway, Ragnarok <laughs> is the only weird one in there. I promise that's Ragnarok. All right, everybody? <laughs> uh, go check it out. This is where you go. Frogpants.com slash the morning stream. Sorry, the morning form. There's no stream. It's frogpants.com. We are the stream. Yeah. Slash the morning form. All right. There's a thing. You can do it on mobile. You can do it on desktop. Doesn't matter. Go in there and let your voice be heard. Uh, Make sure you include your email. Well, you have to because it won't let you submit without it. But uh, I don't keep them for anything. They're just there to let you know if you won. Uh, So get in there and uh, get in there. All right. I want to give shit away. So good luck to you. I held down um, option control shift and I'm able to select both Infinity War and Endgame. So Excellent. there's my submission right Excellent. there. Excellent. Yeah, it's a hell of a combo. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, Eternal's probably not going to get a lot of love in there, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I don't think a lot of people are going to pick that one. No. Actually, my my pick might su- surprise you. Probably not, though. My pick probably won't surprise you. I'm anybody. guessing Guardians 1. That's my guess. For you. Oh, very close. Guardians 2. Oh. And only, and only because of um uh mr blue sky the mr blue sky opening with groot my favorite three minutes of any marvel of any mcu film ever of any of them oh my gosh of any of them wow. Listen, i love i love the the battle the civil war battle with like 48 different mcu people all fighting with each other um but uh but for my money like you plunk me down in the theater and say okay brian you can only watch 
three minutes of any MCU film, I'm picking Mr. Blue Sky with Groot. It's well, just so, it's great. Like how, you know, they're in the middle of this big fight and they're all like, like still chatting with, with Groot as he's like dancing and, you know. <laughs> no, it's a great intro. I love platform. it. I just wish yeah. I liked the rest of the movie as much as the first one. I think the first one's just a better overall film. But that intro's good. That Maybe intro's that. good. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know what to, I'm expecting from three other than, mm, you know, it's supposed to be a little. tears is what I'm expecting. Yeah. Some tear jerking. Some we have some predictions on this this can't be a spoiler because we don't know do we have any predictions on uh if and who may kick the bucket from the guardians uh my prediction is is probably an easy one i think yeah because Uh, he's announced that he's not doing any more (laughs) guardians films (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure drax is out uh yeah and i'm pretty sure that maybe even peter quill is out oh really yeah oh that's my my gut set. My gut is telling me that, and I don't know why. I don't have anything to base it on. Okay. But that Peter Quill ends up doing some heroic deed that ends up being his demise. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like could, to save uh, Gamora or something. Like gives his life to save Gamora. Yeah. Or Gamora sure. Tube Two Point Oh, whatever we're calling her. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's as close as I have to any others. I don't. Interesting. I don't, okay. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on. I think Drax is the easy one. Uh, if they do a second one. I probably, ooh, man. Man, could be could be Rocket. Mm. Uh, Rocket's yeah, a central know. part of the story of this third one, I've heard. So yeah. Could yeah. be. Well, I mean, the trailer, you get a lot of origin, Rocket origin story, plus High Evolutionary is supposedly the one that uh, made Rocket uh, what he is. Sure. More than anyway, just a raccoon. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We don't know. We don't know. Don't kill yep. ELO. Okay, Claire. We won't kill ELO. It won't happen. <laughs> ELO, ELO is going to be fine. I yeah. don't know if it'll be Mr. Blue Sky. I don't know if we'll get any more ELO. Yeah. But uh, that's hilarious. Actually, that's that fun. will be interesting to see what he taps into, you know, trailer aside, because, you yeah. know, there's always some music in the trailers, but what right. will be like the big song hook? Right. Uh, classic song hook that will be revived and everyone will go rush out and stream it and buy it. I don't know what uh, it'll be. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that second, uh, that second song you get too in Guardians Two with um, uh, Yondu and his arrow. That um, yes, I knew, my- yes, I knew. Come a little bit closer, you're my kind of man. And then this thing is just zipping around, <laughs> wasting ravagers. It's great. Oh, I it's wish that. Song. I wish that would have been me and my arrow. That song, me and my. Arrow. <laughs> Why didn't they do that? Come on now. MCU. Uh, there is a. There would have been a great. Uh, well, Apple's and Stereo's song was a '90s song, so it wouldn't have worked. Oh, that's true. You got to yeah. be '70s, '60s, yeah. '70s, maybe, maybe top end of the '80s. No more than that. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the compo. Oh, good. One less person to conf- conflict with my Google searches. The composer, famous composer named Scott Johnson, has passed away. Everyone. <laughs> oh no. Thank you, chat room, for uh, letting me know. One less stumbling block on Google. Just kidding. Uh, all, all good feelings to him and his family. I assume he had one. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on. Um, yes. You want to ever piss your wife off in the car? I've got a perfect solution. Check this out. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? 
You're going to tell us how you pissed your wife off in the car. All right. She, she get mad at your uh, quick uh, loss of focus. My and, quiz, and quick memory. loss of focus. I think what it was is I saw the Gwen thing in top, and it's supposed to be at the I bottom. know. Yeah, you can move that. Yeah, I, I added that because I didn't see it. Oh, moment, that's so. what threw me. I thought, did I write this twice? No, I did I did put it in there just as a reminder. Okay. So you can get rid of that. All right, that's out of there. How to, distract, how to super distract Scott. Yeah, we found the notes. way. Just put in a note that throws me, and I'm good. <laughs> uh, here's what you do. You go to a drive-up with her, okay. and you sit in the car, and, uh, oh, no, this is a different thing. Hold on. Did I tell you this? I already told you the story about how she hit me in the arm because she ordered tickle yes. pits. We did this. Okay. Tickle pits, yes. So this is a different thing. I'm trying to remember what it was, though, now. Shit. I've conflated the two experiences. I pissed her off in the car. Oh, I know what it was. Okay. So we're in the car. <laughs> So do we need to call Kim? I think we might need to. Might be having a medical moment here. <laughs> so she uh, she's in the car. I'm in the car. We're driving by ourselves, and we're taking dinner to a neighbor who just had surgery. So we're so we're okay. loaded up. The whole car smells like chicken. She always makes a big lemon chicken nice. with all the stuff, and uh, it's great. So we're doing that, and as we're driving, her uh, phone rings, and it rings through the car. Oh, sure. So okay. she's got her phone tied to her car. It says number not recognized. And my first inclination with that sort of thing is ignore it or just yep. end the call, right? I just don't yep. care. Send it, send it to voicemail, exactly. Yep. She's like, no, 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 I want to see who this is. So she hits accept, and it's her guy that does her uh, pest rem- or pest control stuff, comes out to the house and sprays around the house, around the uh, the, the oh, exterior okay. of the house to, for spiders sure. and stuff. Yeah. And the reason he's calling is he's trying to see if this spring we need to have another treatment or not. So it's kind of a cold call, kind of a, you know, hey, do you guys need sure. pest control again this year? Uh, and he's going to come out and do it. So he's talking about that and just asking her how she's doing. And I'm being kind of a, a dick and holding my finger hovering right above the end call button. <laughs> while while she's talking, like, in case in case it's like, uh, turn your key, sir. Like, you basically need to quickly end the call. Yeah, just in case there's a, you know, this goes weird. Or as soon as she says bye, I'm going to go, wham. I just like ending calls. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Which I know is a lot of people already know this about me. But anyway, so I'm holding, hovering there. She's in the middle of conversation with him. Uh huh. Takes a turn. We go over this curb, (laughs) not curb, but like a dip. And it, and the car went like, like, like shifted. Uh huh. And I went boop and hit the hang up button. (laughs) Not on purpose, but I was just, I was that close to it. I was like a little, you know, millimeter away from the damn thing. And I am laughing hysterically because I I didn't mean to do it but I thought it was because re- it was mid sentence this poor guy like I just feel I oh. felt bad but also I thought it was really funny she did not think it was funny well oh. and she was so mad at me for the next like 5 minutes until we got there because I am maniacally laughing in this car cuz I ended their call prematurely anyway <laughs> so don't do it if your wife's pissed like if you don't want your wife mad don't do it all right but if it you want to irritate them this is a great way to do it and it's not like, you know, at least she has an out and saying, oh, yeah, I just drove through a bad area and the call got disconnected. But, uh, you know, it's easy easy to explain to the caller why, why uh, how things got hung. If she's not going to say, oh, yeah, my husband was hovering over the disconnect button. Yeah, how's she going to explain this to him? <laughs> this is going to be bad. And I'm laughing too hard. Oh. She's just completely frustrated with me. Everything's fine now. No, you know, no divorce proceedings or anything. Okay. All right, but and we got—we almost had two Scott Johnson uh, <laughs> R.I.P. messages to send out. Yeah, and she goes. I think her words were, 
she looks at me and kind of gasps and goes, why do you have to be such a dick when that happens? <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, I was like, honey, I swear I didn't mean to do it. I'm holding my finger oh up my like God. it's evidence. I'm going, I didn't mean to do it. Look at my finger. Yeah, I didn't do it. You hit a bump. It was a bump. <laughs> anyway, don't do that to your poor wife. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're going to get Dunaway in. We're going to play a game. Yeah. Got games to get to, Scott. We have half an ass to expose. That's right. And we'll Only do half. it. That way we can still claim this is a PG-13 uh, podcast. Yeah, which is important. We can't just, you know, suddenly it's go a, hard It's a little hard. E explicit. Not yeah. a big capital E explicit. No, little no, no. E explicit. Little tiny E. Yeah. Look who it is. Mr. Brian Dunaway wandered in from outside, and he's here now. Hi, Brian. I did. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hey, Hope you wore I a came coat in from out the there. outside. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what I laughed really hard at this weekend? Guess what I laughed really hard at? <laughs> Your film sack intro was freaking funny. Oh, my oh. God. It's so good. Oh, I, went, good. I went back and listened again good. yesterday just as I was like, hey, uh, I don't ever listen to shows. Let me make sure I didn't leave a big gap at the beginning or do something dumb. So I went in there and checked right. it. I listened all the way through your intro. It was funny as hell. It was yeah. so good. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. Good. It's, that's it, all I want. Yeah. It goes, if I can it make goes you so guys quickly laugh, too. That's yeah. all I want. Mm. Well, it go by it goes by so quickly too that you're you're processing, you know, your euphemisms for messing around with pussy galore in a in a barn. That's right. And before you can that's really right. fully process that, you've moved on to something else and it's like, oh hold on, slow down. So Yeah. It was yeah. great. Well I I started stream I started streamlining those things uh, a couple years ago because yes, I do read the reviews from time to time and just one person had had got under my skin. Mm. They said these intros are too long and I felt attacked. I'm yeah. like You felt like they were going after you. And yeah. I get it. Yeah, so I started I started timing them, and I'm like, oh wow, yes, mm-hmm. I'm going like three minutes long sometimes. I'm like, okay, yeah. I can yeah. streamline this a little. Well, what bit. you've done so is you've you've built the perfect little package of uh, of the weird random hilarity and uh, bird salad. Yeah, I'll yeah. bet you other film uh, shows that cover movies and stuff are jealous of what you're doing. That's what they I are. Think. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I'm jealous of what you guys do. You're well, so here's what you're doing. And the other and the other film sack intros are jealous of your of your <laughs> of your intros. Dude, uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever song Smith <laughs> song. That's right, Brian's Brian's song stuff lately has been killer too. And, you know, and then Randy's there too. Randy's got his things. He's got his. Yeah. Th- here are yeah, the three rules. Yeah. He's got three it. rules. Yeah, yeah. The three Thanks rules for of- coming to the uh, Howard Johnson's uh, <laughs> Schenectady. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna play a game, and um, this is half asses, which is great because we already have people involved in in uh, contestant ship. Right, we have people who are already set to win this thing. So Brian Ibbett's gonna explain it, the rules, what we have to do to prepare, and who might win. Brian, take it away. Well, certainly. Welcome to the morning half asses, a trivia game where I'm actually gonna be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I'm gonna give them a category and six possible answers. Three of those are correct answers. Three of them are just down right bs b to the s uh depending on how confident they feel with each category they can provide one two or three guesses if you get any wrong you get zero points for that round get one right gets you a point two right gets you three points and getting all three correct gets you five freaking points uh you'll get uh the player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant this is me going off script because i like mixing this thing up and then i lose my place Mm. um the player with most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant contestants will be pulled from members of the tad pool that aren't able to listen live scott you're playing for john walters in west michigan 
Nice. Thank you, John, yeah, for being that's my That's a guy. great name. Yeah. John Walters. John Walters. That sounds, that yeah. sounds fake. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. as real as it's real to me, man. <laughs> real to me, man. That's right. Uh, and uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for Andrew, who goes by NZ Shale when he's in chat. He's in oh. Hamilton, New Zealand, hey. which is what the NZ stands for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love. Yeah. Oh, I talked to NZ. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to win he's something for Shay. Yeah. Yes. It's your old pal. All right. All right. Let's get to today's questions, uh, starting with number one. Uh, which of these people are uh, is a former school teacher? So before they landed in the career that we know them best for, uh, they were a school teacher. Three of them were. Which are the three? Your choices are Sting, Meatloaf, Cheryl Crow, Gene Simmons, Jennifer Hudson, and David Bowie. Three of these people were school teachers before they were the thing that we know and them see, for. see, it's so tricky because they could have just been a substitute teacher. They didn't have to have a full career, True. right? They yeah, could have just been... I think I know all three of these. I think. Cool. Look at that. Really? Mr. I Mr. think Confidente. I don't know any of them. Yeah. One of them one of them's dead know. easy. It's, I even know the grade he taught. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But wow. The other, the other two, I'm not 100% sure, but I think so. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Give that a big one. Wow. I, I will tell you that they there's a couple of them that seem like shop teachers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, there, I locked in two. Okay, They're probably you guys, wrong. You guys both locked in. And you both locked in on Gene Simmons. Absolutely correct. Yeah. And I think that's the one yeah. you know what grade he taught. Yeah, third grade. That's the one that's my I understanding. Third grade. Gene yeah, Simmons, I didn't know he third, grade. third grade. No, All right, yeah. kids. Uh, <sighs> I've got some, some Gene Simmons merchandise I'm going to be selling you uh, before class starts. Yeah. Uh, did, I sure you get that? It, did he stick his tongue out when he did that, too? It was like, Rah! Yeah, he must have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you guys also both settled on Meatloaf. Uh, Hank oh. Aday. No, what's his last name? Charles Aday. Hmm. I remember his last name is Aday. A-D-A-Y. I can't remember his first name. Uh, Meatloaf. No, I'm sorry. Damn he was it. not Aww. a teacher. Um, Sting absolutely he was. was. delicious. <laughs> And Sting's, that's why I don't stand so close to me about a teacher don't in a Lolita situation. So Cheryl Crow uh, is our other teacher? Cheryl Crow, also former teacher, and all she wants to do is... I uh, swear. Oh, man. Meatloaf seems like the shop teacher. Uh, he totally Just, it, does seem like a shop teacher, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah oh Marvin, my God. Marvin yeah. a day. Thank you, Jedi71. Marvin a day. Jennifer Hudson was never going to happen because she was too young when she was working. She's yeah, acting. I mean, she went yeah. right, and right not into David Bowie. American Idol. Yeah. No. David Bowie's always been a weirdo. He would never have done <laughs> I'm trying to remember what, what was a former uh, job for David Bowie. That was some weird thing that he did. Be a, being a free spirit. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. You're yes. my favorite. I, mean, I hate it, saying this. Most, he would never. He would have never taken a career job. He might have worked at a burger joint. He would never have worked at like you know I don't know like a, at the DMV or something. The DMV not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. My favorite Cheryl Crow song is "It's a Weird Thing" because it's a it's a duet she did with Kid Rock. Oh God! And I, oh, you like that one? I hate Kid Rock, but I really like that duet. It's really good. Oh yeah, I did. I did too for the first half of the summer that it came out. Yeah, I played it a lot. <laughs> they played it a lot. You're not wrong. But I used to think that was such a great lot. song. Anyway, like, all right. I like every day is a winding road. I like leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah. That, that Tuesday Night Music Club album was pretty damn good because She's it was great. Co-written by a really really talented musician. I like Kevin her. Gilbert. She should go back to teaching. She seemed like she'd be a good teacher. 
She know? seems like she would be a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? You made your money. Boy, did she go have teach. a rough go at um, Woodstock. Uh, wasn't she one of the uh, people performing at that Woodstock 99? Or am I thinking of, I know Jewel was. Maybe I'm thinking of Jewel. Uh, was what's her name? Bitter, bitter Jagged Pill Lady. Um, oh, Alanis Morissette? Was yeah. she? Okay. I think Maybe her and Cheryl Crow were there. And I think they did. I know, okay. I know Jewel was for sure because they were yeah. yelling for Jewel to take off her top. That's right. But I think I think Cheryl Classy. Crow had a better go of it. I think <laughs> she was there. Yeah, yeah they were, I think all three. Yeah, they may have been really the, early. They yeah. may have been the three women who performed. performed it, it might be. Yeah, exactly. Could have been. All right. Well, let's get to question number two. Okay. Uh, you you guys both like the uh, the comics, yeah. the comics, and I know yeah. you guys both like the comic, the comic strips, like the old things you'd read at the in the back of the newspaper when you get the newspaper back sure. in the day. Sure. Um, yeah, we used these, to we used to hang them. We used to hang them on things, and it was like memes mm-hmm. for today. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of was. Yep. Oh my god, it totally was. Like, Definitely. put it, clip it out, and put it on the refrigerator. This is so you. Mm-hmm. This, what this is, is just so you. All right. Well, which of these words were coined in a comic strip? So the first appearance of these oh. words was in a comic strip. Zap, worry wart, hanky ah. panky, jeep, blob, and jalopy. Oh my lord. Three of these uh, right. are actual words that were coined in the in the world of comic strips. I'm going with these three. All right, Scott's locked in. Brian's locked in. You guys <laughs> all locked in on different ones. Like basically, Blob oh. is the only one that did not get selected by the two of you. And I'm happy to say, Blob Holy. is not one that was coined in the comic strips. Thank the Lord. Uh, Jeep comes from Popeye. Popeye. Jeep. Jeep yeah. the Jeep. Damn Jeep, it. Jeep. 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 Yep. Jeep the Jeep. Uh, Zap came from Buck Rogers. So wait right. a minute, did the and Jeep people make a car based on the Jeep? I don't yeah. know. Isn't that weird? Like, is that possible? That doesn't sound uh, right to me. But all right. and uh, I remember reading the trivia. Yeah, yeah. Worrywart. Okay, Worrywart is the third one. So those are your three: Zap, Jeep, and Worrywart. Worrywart came from a comic strip called Out Our Way, and I don't know that. I'm not familiar with that one. I do know okay. Popeye and Buck Rogers. If you flip mine right. vertically. I win if you flip it like physically. Oh, too bad that's <laughs> physically not go. Oh yeah, and I win. Darn! And, and, and I almost instituted a rule where if you flip, if you <laughs> yeah, get yeah. the wrong answer, you flip it, it. We call it. We call it. Yeah, the flip it or the Uno. Yeah. It's like no, can reverse yeah. it. Yep. I need someone to get into that Jeep question though. Chat. Somebody find that out. I'm very curious about it. Uh, Jeeps came from GP General Purpose, so it's like yeah, Jeep. yeah. Oh, Jeep. okay. Oh, would that be G E E? I don't know. Then they probably went with Jeep because everybody recognized it from the comics. Right. Maybe. Right. All right. Maybe. Okay. All right. Damn it. Let's get to the last question here. And uh, I know a favorite game of both of yours is the is the wonderful game Monopoly. Well, yeah, which just, of these six are officially licensed versions of Monopoly? Oh, nice. Powerpuff oh Girls, mm. Duel Masters, Michael Jordan Air, My Fantasy Baseball, Jackson 5 Special ah. Edition, and Barbie. Three of these are actual Monopoly games you but can buy. God, that's so infuriating because there's like a, a million Monopoly. So oh, many. my God. There are. So and I double-checked because obviously the, the game that I pulled these questions from was put, produced in like 2014. I did go through and make right. sure that the three that are not are still not. Like that they haven't added. Well, it's, it's it's like this. Monopoly is a licensing whore. They'll list to anybody. Just here, you want it? Take it. Yeah, right. they all do exactly. it. There's yeah. there's a million of them. Um, but none of these, 
That's what's funny is all of these are a little obscure. Obviously, three of them are yeah. right, but yeah, man, I'm I'm lock, I'm going all in. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I okay. have no I'm choice. Hedging, I'm hedging my bets. Ooh, look at all right, good boy. You guys again both settled in on uh, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Yes, there is a Powerpuff Girls Monopoly game. Okay, you guys also both settled in on Barbie. Believe it or not, and I had to look it up to double check and make sure they haven't added one. <laughs> There is Damn no it. Barbie Monopoly uh, game. Uh, I felt like Michael it was Bates. Your yeah. three are Powerpuff Girls, Duel Masters, and My Fantasy Baseball. What's Duel Masters? <laughs> what even is that? Isn't that like Yu-Gi-Oh? It's a, the, yeah, it's kind of like that. Oh, yeah. it's one of yeah, those an things. Offshoot, offshoot of Yu-Gi-Oh, or like a similar game to Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. I could see that. That's that's no good. That's no good yeah. for me, but it's good for Brian. <laughs> It's good for Brian. But if you could yeah. flip it, if you could flip them. If you, yeah, if you could just flip it. <laughs> if you flip it. Yeah. Uh, September says that she has one of these. Which one do you have? September, do you have the Powerpuff Girls one or the Dual Masters one? Yeah. She's going she's, she's gonna to let gonna us know. Yeah, us. Dual Masters. Yeah, I don't know why. I always thought Dual Masters was a Yu-Gi-Oh thing, but it is a, it is a whole is it separate. Not? It, it, okay, but Dual Masters is... Uh, oh, it, like, is, it is part of the Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Yeah, is it? but yeah. Okay, because it says board game based on the uh, manga anime or maybe trading card games. I don't know. It doesn't say anything maybe about... It some of the Yu-Gi-Oh. doesn't say anything yeah. about Yu-Gi-Oh. So I, I can't don't know read the tiny lettering above Duel Masters, but man, does it look like... Oh, September has right. the Powerpuff Girls one. That's awesome. Hmm. Uh, yeah, right. okay, so separate. It is separate from Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, it's Wizards of the Mr. Coast does this. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Right. Wizards has their own uh, anime-based, or not anime, uh, manga-based thing. I, I didn't know that either. Boy, we're learning all kinds of things today. Uh, no kidding. Wow. Well, oh. All right. Well, your guy won. Very cool. Yeah, congratulations yeah. Uh, going out to Brian, uh, Brian and also no. Andrew uh, in Hamilton, New Zealand. Andrew, you're getting a copy Shay. of... Shady part of me and other side with a C, like as if it's a drink. Like, oh, could you pass me a glass of other side, please? Uh, no. But don't worry, uh, John, in West Michigan, you're getting a copy of Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tale. It's extremely oh. good, that game. So he is not good. losing today. He I, is love, I love Scott. How he does this every time. No, it's true. No I'm telling you. Game is. I haven't played Shady Part oh, of but Me. Your game is the best. Those top two, I haven't played, but I have played Thronebreaker, so I can only speak for it. But yeah, it is yeah. very, very good, especially if you like the Witcher world, but want to do something a little different in the Witcher world. It's great. Mm. It's very, very right. good. Cool. Uh, awesome. Well, congratulations to all of you. Congratulations. You're a winner. Even Dunaway. Uh, hey, Dunaway, speaking of which, oh. uh, you and I, are, we do this show called Play Retro, and it's moved nights. It's now Wednesdays uh, yes. at uh, the same time as usual, so 3.30 Mountain Time on Wednesdays. And uh, this week, we're, we're going to be doing we're, that again. Tell people what we're looking forward to, to this yeah, week. Yeah, we're heading, we're heading back to 1982 and uh, uh, heading to the moon for a little moon patrol. Yeah. Parallax gaming at yeah. his best. Yeah. Jump! Fire! You already made a 3D yeah, print of the moon patrol uh, buggy, <laughs> didn't you? I, I did. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I printed, Man, that thing is sharp, though. I had uh, I print out on the filament printer, and man, it's mm. like almost oh. cut my hands a couple of times mm. i'm like those, time to resin print yeah yeah those can get really uh yeah really sharp i watched yeah. something pretty yeah. sharp uh sharp <laughs> something pretty crazy i watched a guy i have this full video somewhere i have to link it carter sent it to me but this guy took a uh full mountain dew or sprite bottle so like a, uh -huh. a liter plastic bottle uh -huh. and then he cleaned it all up took all the residue from the sticker off of it all that stuff 
And then he built a homemade little extractor that like peeled it out in strips, did it automatically. Oh, oh yes, yes. And then yeah. he fed it into this, this thing, this. which shrunk, which which melted it down into uh, a pliable stuff, so he could p- pull it into filament rolls. Filament. And then he yeah. printed. Oh, really? Then he printed a Raspberry Pi case uh, out of the same shit. Oh, uh, that's cool. So yeah. I've seen the things that let you strip. Um, you know, like take a two liter bottle and turn it into one long strip of ribbon, but that's yeah. really cool. It was cool. Yeah, that, no, you, I, I'll, I'll have to find that video again. Uh, I forget who sent it to us. I've seen it too. Um, but it, you'll have to see it because it's crazy. The setup is just enormous. I'm like, dude, just buy some filament. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. I think he was just kind of like trying to point out that, hey, there is a way. If you to can, yeah. Can recycle. you do it? Yes, you can. Yeah. Is Should it, you do it? Yeah. <laughs> is it practical? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, well done. So that'll be Wednesday. Check that out. We'll see you on Wednesday anyway, so we can talk about this again. But um, yeah. uh, Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic rest of your day. Oh. And and tomorrow, no, also. You. No, no, you. You. Yeah. Okay. He's gone. <laughs> All right. Uh, well done, everybody. Nice. That was a lot of fun, yeah. as it always is. Love having him on. Love giving away stuff. And, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Oh, show. And uh, by the way, this is a quick note. Uh, when you guys hear us do this on the show and we give away game codes, um, it's because a whole bunch of you are like, uh, you know, you have, you have an account on HIO or you do something over on GOG or whatever your reason for having a bunch of codes are. Um, usually it's in or it's, um, uh, what do they call it over there? What are they called? What's the name of the site where you go and you sign uh, it? You bundle? Can, uh, humble. There you go. If you got a humble okay. bundle thing where you, we have like the subscription, sometimes you get codes you don't want or need. If that sounds like you and you need a place to send them so that we can find happy homes for them. Consider us a clearinghouse for your codes and send them right. to us. The morning stream at gmail.com or if you find us on Discord or wherever you see us, me or Brian, doesn't matter. Let us know. We'll stick it in the tab and you too That's can right. be a giver of codes. And we will thank you on the show like I should have done with Wesley. Wesley, who sent us uh, the, the games that we gave away today. Oh, very nice. Wesley, always a giver of codes. That guy. He's a great giver of codes. He's the the uh, the, the the great giver, as we call him. I yeah. was trying to think of another, uh, like a <laughs> more familiar term. The great giver. The great codes. giver. What does he give? Yes. Well, he gives codes. All right. He gives codes. Oh, Claire, you don't like the Welsh? What's going on with the Welsh? You don't like the no, Welsh? Wesley. Oh, Wesley. 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 All right. Yeah. Time for us to play, not play anything. We're going to do the news. Here you go. It's time for the news brought to you by. I don't play the news. Uh, Film Sack, get the latest episode all about Goldfinger and find out what happened to random task in the process. It's true. It ain't pretty. That's Film Sack, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that was a bit of a shock, the random task news. I didn't know about that. Oh, kidding. Like we're looking up the Austin Powers uh, parody mm-hmm. and, uh, and sure enough. Uh, by the way, I forgot to ask you, do you still have the Humble Bundu? Uh, oh, I have that. Yeah, audio clip? Somewhere. Let's see if I can find it real quick because this is always worth playing. The French developer. Oops. Humble Bundle. Here it is. Here he is. Oh, that guy's great. <laughs> He's so great. It just sounds like somebody making fun mm-hmm. of the way somebody else talks. Yeah, it doesn't feel like he... He feels like he meant to do it. But nope, that's just his talking voice. <laughs> it's just him. Uh, here's your first story. Yeah. A Fukushima man. Famous, that place famous for the uh, the earthquakes and the the, the nuke uh, the, stuff. The nuclear, yeah, reactor issues. Yeah, a few years ago. Oh, jeez. Uh, very different news story about them today. A Fukushima man arrest, arrested for defecating on another person's bicycle seat. No. 
Not while they were using it, by the way. So this would have been uh, if if that, that would have been real trouble. You'll go to jail for a long time if the guy's actually be, riding the bike. Usually, you know, sometimes you go up those hills and you're really straining hard to go up, and mm-hmm. uh, it's very easy to defecate on your own bicycle seat. That's right. Uh, but at least that's not illegal. This guy. Okay, so here's the problem. It says the problem with using bicycles as a common form of transportation is they often uh, are parked outside and open to the environment, accidents, or even theft. Uh, these are risks everybody's aware of and takes into consideration any time a bike is left unattended. Uh, what took place on December 15th last year, however, is quite possibly the last thing anyone would expect to happen to their bicycle. At 7.30 a.m. on the day in question, a teenager. Teenager. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you just can't trust him. You can't trust Teens, him. Probably a TikTok teen doing it for the lulls. That's right. He approached her bicycle, which was parked outside a station in Soma City, Fukushima Prefecture. Uh, however, sitting atop the seat was a human turd <laughs> dude yep she immediately notified the police and the investigation was launched as a result 28 year old man who lives in the neighborhood uh was arrested on suspicion of vandalism suspect is accused of defecating on the bike <laughs> seat someone somewhere between 5 p.m on december 14th and 7 30 a.m the following day when the victim uh, let uh, left her bike in the parking area I can't believe this made international news. I don't know why. I know. Yeah, it's great. It yeah. seems nuts to me. Um, it says, although details surrounding the incident are few and far between, the police were uh, specific that the seat had been defecated upon rather than the feces having been placed or smeared in another way. That's uh, let's just let's just think of the logistics, right? Like yeah. you want to poop on a bicycle seat. If it's a a, a tall bike, you know, if it's not like a dirt bike that you can just um, stand over feet fully on the ground then you've basically got to you've got to balance on the pedals and somehow pull your pants down over the bar like there's mm-hmm. i was just trying to think about how if i were told that i had to defecate on a bike seat these are their logistical questions they don't answer for sure there i guess you could probably lower the bike but then you'd get it it might roll off the side it's got to be straight up i agree it's weird i kind of want yeah. i don't want it but i kind of want footage yeah, like I don't or really at want the very it. Least, at the very least, I want that South Korean company to create a 3D uh, animated CGI movie of how how oh, this was accomplished. I love those; those are always so yeah. good. I thought it was Taiwanese. Yeah. No, Is it Korean? Taiwanese. Uh, you're, you're definitely right. Those Whatever. are so great. Why? Those why did great. those stop? Are we done with those? Yeah. A lot of things happen in our day and time. Why are they not making one for every single event? Of note. Guaranteed it's something that we could get AI to do very easily. Like that's gonna be the next thing. If we can have a uh AI Seinfeld that's that's pixelated but still kind of uh you know still quickly generated, we could easily have copy and paste a news story, get a an animated video of what happened. I kinda wanna I kinda want this now. <laughs> all right, I'm all in on AI now. I'm all in. Ah, that was it. That's all it took. Yep. Yep, you were. I was waiting on something big, and this take, is it. Take my art and use it, Mid Journey, as long as I get this in the process. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of somebody who I always think of as a little bit AI generated, uh, Steven Seagal <laughs> in the news. Uh, he's launched an Aikido center to train Russians for military service. You know, he's now a, a Russian uh, citizen. Yes, he's all he's all in on the uh, the Russian. That's the AI, by the way. He's AI all in. Oh, or all in. Maybe mm. action imbecile. Uh, uh, yeah. Steven, that's his other AI. Uh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> action imbecile. Action imbecile. Another idiot. That works, too. Uh, or idiot. Yeah, yeah. Or, or another idiot. Yeah, perfect. Uh, it says here, Steven Seagal launched this all-Russian Aikido center in Moscow. 
that he claims and others say will be primarily used to prepare young Russians for army service. I've seen this dude like do this stuff and it yeah. all looks really ridiculous to me. <laughs> so unless sure. I, I need an expert in Aikido to pipe in and tell me where we're at with Steven Seagal's actual skills, because what I watch does not look like he, that all looks faked and dumb to me. Yeah. Uh, guaranteed. And I haven't seen the video, but I guarantee his he's funding the center. He backed the backed it financially and will not be teaching at the center. <laughs> sure feels like it. He might be there day one for some sort of photo op, and that's about right, it. Right, exactly. Take your picture with me and Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Says he was uh, present at the inauguration ceremony at the Russian capital on Monday where he cut the ribbon. Who? Who's not wearing the ribbon? Sorry, I just saw that episode. <laughs> okay. He says, I'm very glad to be able to represent the center today. And that Akita will develop here, he says. He serves as the head instructor, uh, sorry, head instructor of the Russian Aikido Federation. Oh, look at that. Wow, I'm sure of which there are two members. <laughs> yeah. He says these arts can make the world a better place. Whatever. Are there, do we have any photos of, uh, I know he adores uh, Putin. Does he, are there, do we have any photos like little, little uh, buddy uh, hover hands arm? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> photos of the like, hey, well, I know there's the shot, the shot of them at the inauguration. They're, they're in the same room, but I don't know if they're any where they're kind of. Buddy, yeah, buddy we, like we, that. we need. Uh, I want to see if there's one like that, because it's got to be it's got to be the most awkward photo ever. Do you think they hang out in other contexts like, you know, come <laughs> over this good. weekend? kind of stuff? Oh, there's a handshake photo that Captain Kipper found. That's not bad. Let's take a look here. Oh, yeah, Man. that's not bad. Yeah. That looks pretty good. That looks like. Uh, Wow, that's a short table for Putin. He likes those big long tables. <laughs> I know exactly. You know what I mean. And it's also like, wow, he's Putin having to reach that far over is a uh, uh, is a thing. Oh, there's another one that's pretty good. One pops in a recline, found one of the two of them, maybe at a hockey game or something. It's like they're let's see. So maybe they do hang out, watching. Maybe they're yeah. buddies. You know, maybe they're like, hey. Well, I know it's very propaganda positive for them to have some american and i i think they they over as they overestimate our regard for for him as a sure. hollywood quote-unquote action <laughs> legend right. american yeah, right. beloved action star <laughs> steven seagal yeah i think i think maybe yeah. they they don't know what we know and what we know <laughs> is that he kind of the incredible films under siege and end of list yeah <laughs> No, really. This is end of list. This is all we have. Oh, it's end of list. Yes, not movie called end of list. That is just end of list. So with this, I wonder what Putin's telling him. He's like going, all right, this <laughs> this right here. This is where the, I mean, what's he telling? What do you think he's saying? He's totally saying, um, I, com- I completely killed my my uh, cousin with the dog. I yeah. completely sick the dog. And yeah, him and I totally did that. Wait, was that? Oh, that was Kim Jong-un, wasn't it? Was that? Yeah, it was Kim Jong-un, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Putin would have used. Uh, I totally, I totally killed that guy on the plane. <laughs> I guess he would have used Seagal to kill a guy. That's what he would have used. Actually, yeah, probably. Yep. Or at, now least, that he's... Or at least make him pop out of a cake. Pops and Recline posted another one that's got that's basically uh, Seagal doing the bunny ears behind Putin's head in a photo op. If this is real, this is fantastic. This is, might be my new wallpaper. Is uh, he doing wallpaper. it, or is that other guy doing it? I can't tell. Uh, here, oh chat. yeah, hard to tell. 
And also, the way the Seagal's grinning, it feels like it's him, but those those fingers look too skinny and, and pale to be Steven Seagal's. Yeah, he didn't tan his, his fingers that day. His, yeah. Okay, that's probably fake, but I love it. Yeah. Because I just don't think Putin would let it slide, you know? Oh, are you kidding me? Once he sees that, uh, yeah, once he sees that photo. Yeah. Have, have <laughs> Steven Seagal killed. <laughs> I don't care if he is. He leans over to Steven Seagal. Please have yourself killed, he says. Please, please have uh, American beloved actor Steven Seagal <laughs> killed. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like they think they got like Tom Cruise, or they got like you know, they got <laughs> somebody who, or, or is yeah, yeah, somebody somebody yeah. who we actually give a, a crap right, about exactly. over here, yes. or we'll pay money yes. to see in movies. And no, you didn't get him. <laughs> You got the guy that can't run normal. That's who you got. That's right. You know, he's, you know he's beloved on Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, not so much you know, mm-hmm. in theaters. No, so sir. All right. Uh, that'll do it for today's news. Uh, that's all the news that was worthy. We're going to take a break. When we come back, wow. we'll have Stephen Schleicher here. We're also going to have Gwen of uh, Phoenix Pearl Tea fame join us. Talk Yay. about this month's tea, and I also have some questions about tea. Speaking of lions and lambs, and what time of year Ooh, it is, I got okay. questions. Oh, I like it! I can't wait to I can't wait to hear. Yeah, but I need um, I need music before we can do that. So, what do you got? Yeah, you know, it's uh, I know we've got a brand new album by uh, Lana Del Rey that just came out, and um, you know, folks like Olivia Rodrigo and Adele and Taylor Swift uh, keep you know giving us great music to listen to how about something kind of along those lines but a little bit less well known uh even though she is wrapping up a sold out nationwide tour with uh, nessa barrett uh isabel larosa has just released a brand new ep called you fear the god that loves you oh my Whoa. god wow um this is the uh the viral track more than friends which uh, just dropped this last friday um she wrapped up that tour this last um Saturday night at the Hollywood Palladium in Los Angeles. Uh, this is a great song. I'm totally digging it. And I like the rest of the EP too, but this this is the standout track for me. So I'm happy to play it. Here is the song More Than Friends by Isabel LaRosa.
Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. I'm rapping all day and I'm rapping all night. Rapping to the beat and I rap it up tight. I rap in the morning and I rap till I'm done. And everybody knows that I'm number one. Cause I'm rapping, I'm rapping, I'm rap, rap, rapping. I'm rapping, I'm rapping, I'm rapping to you, rapping. I'm rapping, I'm rapping, I'm rap, rap, rapping. I'm rap, 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 rapping. Binging on Netflix. The Morning Stream. Shoot a nuke down a bug hole. You got a lot of dead bugs. And we've returned. Tell me who that was one more time. Yeah, that was Isabel LaRosa and a song called uh, More Than Friends from a brand new EP that just came out this last week called You Fear the God That Loves You. Mm. You do. You do. That's a very cool name. It is that album title or yeah. uh, EP title. You fear the God that loves you. Yeah, which I think is, well, I don't know. I don't want to get into religion here, but I think that is kind of the idea, right? God, I guess, yeah, and all that. yeah. If you don't, if you don't fear the you fear your uh, the God that you believe in, you're doing it wrong, or your God is doing it wrong. I guess so. <laughs> or at least that's how to keep people in line is by telling God, them that you, you need to. Two things you need to fear. Are uh, the God that loves you and the Reaper. And the Reaper. Always, Sorry, Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, always fear you, the Reaper. You are supposed to fear the Reaper. Yeah, don't do fear, fear the Reaper is what do the original Do fear the is. Reaper. Yeah, that's what I say. Here's this. Check this yeah. out. And now welcome Stephen to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, it's Stephen Schleicher, everybody. You know him. You love him. And he's here uh, talking about major spoiler stuff and other cool things. Hi, Stephen. Welcome back. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hi. Did we have you last week? I can't remember. Did we have you? We did last week. Okay. Yes. I always feel like I'm. I don't have enough of you on the show. I know. And it's yeah. usually because there's like a week or two where you couldn't, and then it just kind of carries yeah. over and feels weird. So Sick kids or or days Sick off or whatever. Or, yeah. 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 Well, it's good to have you here. It happens. It happens. Um, Stephen, of course, purveyor of all things major spoilers. They talk about pop culture, comics, movies, and all kinds of cool stuff. And today you're going to make some recommendations based on a I don't know based on a little a video game I've been playing. Yeah, for those of you who haven't been watching the Frog Pants channel over there on YouTube, Scott has been playing that Diablo 4 beta. Looks a little bit too scary for me, so I thought, how about talk about some scary comics or some horror comics that people might want to check out? I've got five of them. Okay, Some uh, people may have heard these. One of them is brand new. It, It doesn't come out until June. It's called Haunt You Till the End from Image Comics. And this is described as the day after tomorrow meets the haunting of Hill House, where you have a tech billionaire, a Catholic priest, a military contractor turned explorer and others who are proving that there is life after death. But uh, things are going to get a little scary in that one. Ooh. All right. I'm in. Yeah. Who, are there anybody working on it that I'm familiar with? Like, uh... Uh, I don't know. Andrea Muti is the artist, and she's really good. I know her stuff. I'm not super familiar with Ryan uh, Caddy's uh, writing, but I'm sure I've, I've seen it in places. But, uh, yeah, it looks, it looks kind of creepy. You know what I'm excited about is when uh, an apocalyptic, uh, apocalyptic event happens. 
I can't wait for these. That's what weird... you're most excited about because oh. I could, I could, I could hold off on that. Well, one. not that part, but like what I'm excited about it is that all the millionaires, billionaires, mm-hmm. are just gonna have to deal, you know, because yeah. they're gonna be in these groups where it's like. Uh, this guy was a plumber, this lady was a teacher, this guy was a billionaire, and this kid over here was in college. And that billionaire's got no power in the group. He's just a he's a big a turd as any of them. He's just as expendable as any of them because money means nothing. I love mm-hmm. that trope. I think that is so much yeah. fun to play with. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Eat the, eat the Rich has a whole new meeting in the apocalypse. Yeah, you got to eat them. You got to eat, eat some. Em. All right. They're good eating. Yeah. So my next one actually goes by two different titles. The title that is the official one that they put out on the newsstands is I Hate This Place, but you can't get the variant covers which have the original title for the series, which is F This Place, but nope. without just the F, but with adding a, the, the real the word part for there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. This is from Kyle Starks, who's a great, brilliant writer. And uh, Art Yom Top- Topolin, I believe is how you say the, the uh, artist's name. This is a story where Trudy and Gabby uh, inherit a farmhouse that they haven't been to in a long time and once they get there and get inside they really can't leave the farmstead because of creepy ghosts and goblins and monsters that are patrolling uh the the lands and there's also a thing where and i see scott's rolling through it right now there's a a mobster guy who has stolen a lot of money which also happens to be buried on that land so you get a little bit of that all uh, all together in in this story it's pretty graphic as well uh, so people need to be aware of that but uh you need to learn the house rules if you want to survive i hate this place okay i'm in this one that's from great. image comics that's also out in trade right now all right what else we got oh i love this immortal hulk tell me more yeah so uh people are like well how come we don't have a marvel comic on the tie on the last seven well here it is the immortal hulk the uh, issues one through 50 from al ewing and joe bennett this is a fantastic horror series where we actually go back and we explore back in the day when the hulk first came out the hulk was a horror comic and now they they uh they take that to a whole new level as bruce banner needs to fight his inner demon and the demon is is coming out yeah. and uh, that is the immortal hulk i read everything up to i think maybe it was just one through 50 I can't yeah remember. that's that's all it is that just ended i want to say in november i want to say of last year i might be 10 issues behind but anyway it's great this is yeah. one of my favorite marvel comics i ever read and i'm not even that big of a wow <clears throat> that big of a hulk in the comics kind of guy it's just not the thing I run to, but I thought Immortal Hulk was really good. It reminded remember, me of yeah. like I don't know, about it. almost like X Files meets mm-hmm. something. I don't know. It was it was really great. Loved it. Yeah. Hi there. Uh, my number two is a little bit of stunt casting, also because it's on here because people are saying, "Well, you didn't. You had a Marvel on the list. You didn't have a DC comic on the list." <laughs> Stunt casting comes in the form of one Bruce Campbell. (laughs) You know Bruce Campbell. Sure. Mm -hmm. Bruce Campbell and the Army of Darkness and all of that. Well, he has a comic book out at DC Comics with Eduardo Rizzo. Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead. Mm. What happens in the closing days of World War II as Hitler unleashes a horde of the undead and Sergeant Rock and uh, and his his troop are. Uh, set to to fight against the the menace. How, how does he show up in this, or is just the army? No, the he's dead? the writer. Bruce Campbell. Bruce is the Campbell writer. wrote oh, the comic. Okay, did write the comic. What? There's, 
there's a uh, he does a great bit if you when he's asked well how did you wind up doing this he was like well i was so broke i was going door to door even offering my services as a comic book writer and dc said well i guess we'll give you a few bucks boy and had me write this, <laughs> this series it's a six issue series i think they're about halfway through it right now yeah so people can still go and and pick it up it's sergeant rock versus the army of the dead is sergeant oh, rock still great. set in like Vietnam, yeah, time. World War Two, World yeah. War Two, not Vietnam. Okay, yeah. I always thought it was Vietnam. Interesting. Yeah, it kept shifting depending on what war was going on. Is it well? I mean, well, I guess I haven't read it, but is it well written? Like, do you feel it like is. it's surprisingly okay. weirdly fun? Okay. Uh, you know, uh, DC just finished up their deceased line where it was basically zombies and vampires versus the DC universe. So seeing this is kind of a fresh, different take on DC's zombies. Okay, I'm in, I think. I really like Deceased. I thought that was a great run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll yeah, check yeah. this out. As silly as it sounds, I, I think I, I think I'd be in. All right, tell me about number one here. Finally, we get to Something is killed, Killing Children from James Tinian IV and Werther Del Edera. Uh, it's Boom Studios. This is one where children are going missing, and they're not all coming back. Those that do talk about horrible monsters that are doing well killing the children Mm -hmm. and the introduction of erica slaughter who is here to kill monsters and has to deal with all the repercussions of what goes on the something is killing killing the children universe has expanded greatly since this uh, series first started out as a six issue miniseries and now it's been turned on into an ongoing and the whole slaughter uh heritage and their line of monster killers has its own comic book series and they've spun out i think one more i think there's three different ongoing titles in the something is killing the children universe but if if you want to see uh people killing monsters and it getting a little bloody then you don't have to look at diablo 4 scott you can go look at something go look at this oh all right awesome (laughs) this looks great holy crap the art's awesome i like this Mm -hmm. uh i didn't know this was a thing i like boom studios why not why not read this Mm -hmm. i always say It seems like every publisher is doing something with horror these days and adding more horror titles to their offerings. So I thought now would be a good time to talk about some of those. Do you think we're um, we heading into like a resurgence of this sort of stuff? It feels like we are a little bit like people are back into um, not zombies, but I I mean. Yes, I think we are heading back into an age of uh, horror and more risque comics and those kinds of things, which is also kind of an indicator of what may be coming next. Uh, What has it been like 10 years now since the Comic Code Authority shut down, which was, you know, the industry self um, regulating itself to make sure that the government didn't step in and censor them. Mm. But now we're in and. You know, we're seeing a huge resurgence yeah. of people banning books and calling for, you know, uh, pearl clutching and something must be done to protect the children type of stuff. So I think the more comic books that get pushed into this direction, I think they're going to become a target in maybe the near future. Yeah, maybe. I was That's what I was thinking is like all this talk about, you know, what's the, the Florida. I was reading yesterday that Florida principal quit over some parents demanding mm-hmm. that the statue of David be censored yeah. at the school because they think it's pornographic or whatever oh, yep. and um and don't don't uh hopefully they've never read the bible because who boy the stuff in that <laughs> yeah there's some things that well here in utah famously there's a case going on right now where a parent is demanding schools take bibles off the shelves for that reason they're you know obviously they're they're playing this mm-hmm. they're playing this a little bit but i'm all for them playing it because i i think you know fair play turnabout is fair play here mm-hmm. yeah so go for it but um yeah, I don't like any of it. But I also think, 
there's a creative I think what happens sometimes when society has some moments of like depression is not the word but just kind of like something happens in a big collective way in this case the pandemic in the past it's been other things but those things tend to spawn a certain creative push in certain areas and it doesn't surprise me that that these creatives want to deal with things like the the unseen monsters and uh, apocalyptic scenarios and I just think we're going to get a ton of that moving forward. Oh yeah. You know? uh, I mean we could just do a whole five comics just on the apocalypse. There's a new one that's out called Teenage Wasteland uh, which is pretty interesting. It's post-apocalyptic uh, love romance Romeo Ju- Juliet thing. There's a couple of other ones. There's what is it? Uh, I just saw one cross the the desk here the other day that we posted. Savage. It's from Dark Horse. I'm gonna say it's Savage Squad Six, mm. which is you know a military group uh, having to uh, go out into the apocalypse and you know uh, survive and and take down bad guys and that kind of stuff. So there is all sorts of that stuff that's also coming out. Even that eight billion genies thing is really basically yeah that yeah, idea. Yeah. The the popularity of uh, Last of Us on HBO is an indicator of this sort of thing. So I think we're heading yeah. into a new creative uh, zone. And I know some people are going to hear this and go, I don't want any more of that. I get it. I'm just, well, this is just how we yeah. do it. This is the pattern we do. So, yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, if you don't want horror comics, then you can go read, uh, you know, silly comics. There's uh, plenty of that stuff out there. And if that's still too much <laughs> for you, go, go read some Archie comics. That's probably oh, some silly as, comics. Yeah. You have a section yeah. called silly comics at your comic book shop. <laughs> yes, maybe. I mean, they probably should. I like it. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Uh, if you're in the mood, uh, these all sound like a good way to get some brood on your mood, if, if you know uh, what I'm saying. Uh, hey, that's great. Uh, Steam Schleicher, as always, uh, Majorspoilers.com is the place to be and go. Tell people about what's going on over there. Anything with the shows or anything you want to mention? Yeah, if you like this top five list, we have a show called Top Five, where every uh, every week, either a group of, of us or Dan Patrice sits down and we either share random top five things, like a few weeks ago we did one, top five uh, drinks was the list, or Dan, when he comes on, he'll talk about like top five games. Last week he did the top five games from 2013 that you should check out. So mm. uh, the top five podcast, go check that out what, on what, all fine podcast feeds. What won the best drink out of the top five? Water because you have to stay hydrated. Oh my gosh, that was perfect! <laughs> Holy crap! Walked I didn't, right into that too. I, I didn't really know close. he was going to get where I was headed, but he totally got it. That's well fantastic. Done, yeah. I was thinking it was going to be like you know Coke or Pepsi or who knows. But, um, wow, freaking genius over there. Yes. That's Steven Schleicher. That's the, he is the top five right there. Truly, all five slots. Truly, Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. That's right. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Uh, we're going to bring the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah the fill rest. in the rest. No, you, yeah, the, the, you've given them the start. Now, now they know what direction to go. Yeah. You yeah. nailed it. Uh, Gwen Gunn joining us shortly. If we can uh, get her to pop in. There we go. And I don't have an intro for her, so I'm just going to play, I don't know, how about, uh, how about the, this one? Here you go. Ah, uh, it's Gwen. Gwen joining us, talking about tea. Welcome back, uh, Gwen, from com. And if you're a tea supporter on the TMS Patreon, then you already know the good works of, of Gwen. We're going to talk about some of that as well. Gwen, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hello. Good nice. morning, boys. Nice, How are you? Nice to see you. What do you got? Good tea there? You got some tea? What else would I have? I was going to say, it'd be, even if it's not, even if it's like a cappuccino, you got to see it's tea. Yeah. It would be horrifically off-brand, Scott. I know. It's yes. a good point. Why? Where? What was I thinking? Um, anyway, it's good to have you here. And uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, do you know what the 
tea is of the month? I don't even know what we're sending people this month. Do you know what we're sending <laughs> yes. them? Yes, I do. I do know what the tea of the month is. Yeah. Um, what is it? Cur- why is it awesome? That's the big, those are the two questions. Oh, well, if you want to know why it's awesome, that's going to be a much longer conversation. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take whatever. Okay. As, as I talk and I stall a little bit known as the Johnson technique, <laughs> I just keep talking and yep. keep stalling. You just make stuff up. Um, Whatever. So, yeah, I have prepared a. I, for the last few months, I've been doing like the seasons as they change. The January box was a you know dead of winter, something to warm your bones. The February was something with the promise of of the warmth of summer, that you know the warm heart of your loved one during Valentine's Day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure, and. For, Mar- for for the March box, which is the next one to go out, we're about a month staggered, um, I'm doing the coming spring. So green, a very green box, mm. green teas. Mm. So if you like green teas, you are in for this box. Okay, I do, I do like, like green teas. Yeah, me too. Have- it's my favorite of the teas. I like it more than the black teas or the uh, other colors of teas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many can you name, Scott? I can name black, green, and that's it. That's what I got. Uh, well, white is oh, the other color. Is there a white tea? I didn't know that. There, there is a white. Yes. Um, the other ones are not named after colors, so you'd have a harder time with that. You but got like a, uh, otherwise, a dar. What's a Darjeeling tea? Does orange black pico? Okay. Orange pico doesn't count as a color. <laughs> orange pico, actually, a lot of people think it's because it's named after oranges. It's named after the Swiss royal orange family. They are the oranges. Like, Really? Yeah, they really. were called, their names yeah. was the Oranges? They are the Orange oh. Royal Family. Their wow. last name is Orange. And okay. they founded the Orange Pico grading whatnot. Yeah. So Orange Pico is a grade of black tea. Hmm. Was, <laughs> did they live in a castle or a grove? <laughs> <laughs> the King's Grove. <laughs> King's Grove. <laughs> I love I that. I think I played bass for King's Grove in did high you? school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were great for a while. That last oh, yeah. album, though, yeah. kind of bummer. Um, Anyway, all right. So I didn't realize yeah, that. So we've got is black tea. So we got a um, white. We got a white. We got a black. We got a green. And then all, uh, are all you've got Wulong. Are all teas derived from these categories? Like they're all one of these. There's not like an infinite uh, number of teas to work from, right? There are seven, if you want to be specific. Okay. Seven varieties, um, right. and they all come from the same leaf. Camellia sinensis is got the it. tea leaf. All right. Um, Wait. But, is that, so why uh, is it sometimes green? Sometimes it's black it's, but it's same same well, leaf to be sh- quick yeah uh you know when you bite into an apple and it starts turning like brown mm-hmm. um oxidation oh the yeah. oxygen gets in and changes it when okay. you oxidize tea after it's broken it turns into black tea okay and you oxidize the leaf and dry it you have black tea okay. if you want to stop the oxidation you can either pick it and never let it break pick it very 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 carefully and you get white tea Okay. Um, you can pick it and it breaks slightly and you stop it from oxidizing by tossing it in a pan or steaming it like a vegetable or roasting it in an oven and you get green tea. Wow, that's wild. I did not know any of this. Okay. The vast majority of green tea you've ever had has been uh, pan fired. Oh, um, really? Like someone literally cooking? Literally in, in like a giant oiled wok. Oh, wow. 
Okay, but um, uh, why why is it of, why is it the considered like roasting it. like roasting coffee beans basically? Right, exactly. It it yeah. stops the oxidation process by activating the chemicals, and and it I I could go on, but you probably don't want so, me to. Well, let me ask you this: the chem the 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 um the caffeine present in the leaves, uh, does it change based on this process? Like no, does not it? at all. Okay, so if I take a green, if I drink a green tea. With the exact same amount of caffeination as I did, say, a black tea, I was always told it was a different hit. Like it was like a smoother one. Everybody or... thinks that. Yeah, why is that? Why do we think that? Who's Who's uh, been lying to us all these years? Uh, I, I Big coffee? I don't know. Um, the English propaganda machine at play. Yes, I um, like all of these answers. Yeah. But big coffee. The, no, green tea, black tea, all of them have the same caffeine, except very high-quality white tea. Okay. Because, despite the fact that it's the softest, caffeine is a natural insecticide. Caffeine evolved to kill bugs that are yeah. eating the fresh growth. Oh, great. And the very freshest growth is loaded with caffeine so the bugs don't eat the fresh tea. They want to eat the older tea leaves, um, the plant wants to grow the new leaves, so the very, very freshest buds before they unroll into leaves have a high amount of caffeine. So what's called silver needle white tea is the tiny little buds at the very end that are sharp and long, mm. and they pick them, never let it break, and let it uh, basically keep it as is, and all that caffeine powder stays on it. Okay, so when you go, when you get... A, a white tea from some fancy tea shop. You're basically asking for the most caffeinated version of tea when you're there, right? Well, whole leaf tea, yeah. Matcha has a lot more caffeine, but matcha is a whole nother bag of beans. That's yeah. a different thing. Yeah, matcha's got other. Matcha's got a lot of sugar in it, doesn't it? Like a ton of sugar. No, no, no. Um, matcha is just powdered green tea. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very particularly made. It's very hard to make. Right. Oh, really. I, um, I didn't know that. I assumed I, you see matcha all over the place. I figured that was like super. I guess you know someone automates it, but matcha's primo. Um, you ever you look at a leaf and you see the little skeletal structure yeah. of the leaf? Yeah. Matcha, they remove the skeleton from the leaf to only leave like the leaf meat in oh, the middle, geez. and <laughs> run it through a stone mill to grind the leaves without the stem, without any of the veins. And to get the finest possible powder, and that's how you get matcha. So, and it it has way more caffeine because you're drinking the whole ass leaf yeah. rather than just an infusion of the leaf. It it would be equivalent to drinking a cup of tea and then eating the leaves afterwards. Oh, it feels like that's you know. Do that, that, that tell me that doesn't have to be done by hand, like pulling the skeletal structure out of each leaf. Yeah, that I'll seems be honest, insane. I don't know how they do that, that these do days. That? Yeah, yeah, probably robots. Um, we got robots now, right? Well, that's, Prob yeah, probably. Yeah, probably, uh, robots. Probably a they tea robot. There's yeah. many tea robots out there. Yeah, you get like a whole leaves. warehouse full of tea robots, and they just go stamp, 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 right. and one of them goes. Robots is what you, they're called. You have not properly removed the skeletal structure of the leaf, and then they dis discontinue that one and bring in another robot. That's how you get it they done. Sound like that? They sound like time for tea removal. Happy fun time! Yay! <laughs> those, yeah. yeah, those are the ones that freak me out the most. Those yeah, those are the ones. Yeah. 
interesting. I, so I actually, yeah. I, we have these uh, we have these these kettles that keep the tea at the right temperature at the tea shop um, oh. to keep it at one seventy five or one six or one ninety five. One seventy five is for green tea. You want it cooler. Yeah. Um, and literally, when they're done heating the water, they sing you a little song. I love that. I think more. More uh, of our devices need to have the like a Japanese, you know, share and enjoy. I know that's Hitchhiker's Guide, but that kind of thing. <laughs> sure, uh, done when they're when they're done making rice or tea. I agree. Our 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 my dryer does it. Why not have a everything? Have yeah. every Heck, yeah. appliance do it right? I want my and, meat. Why well, want that? What's that meat thing we use? Oh, this the the thing where you put your meat in there in a bag and a sous vide. Sous vide. I can't think of words today. No, but by golly, why did I why did I help so quickly? I, I don't know. You gotta let me go down a path first. But uh, yeah, I want my sous vide to go. Bling. Your sous vide is done, or you know something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all this AI work. Will anyone your think meat of this? is now complete? Yeah, uh, you're, it's, you're, it's funny. <laughs> I see in uh, the chat room, uh, Blonde Leon is mentioning the Zojirushi rice cooker that sings when they turn it on. The hot pots that we use are Zojirushi as well. Oh, so, okay, that's cool. Yeah, Zojirushi more... is known for rice cookers and uh, water boilers. I didn't know that at all. I thought it was rice cookers, and that's all they did. That's that's interesting. Um. But so, to answer your previous question, the yeah. other varieties are Wulong, which is halfway between green and black. It oxidizes a little, then you cut it off. That's what I'm drinking right now, is a Wulong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Pu'er, which is fermented, and yellow tea, which is very, very complicated. And I don't have time to get into okay, it. Okay, let me let me ask you about the fermented. That seems like a weird one to me. Like, does it taste yeah, good? Yeah, I mean, Ugh. humans have been fermenting things as long as there have been humans. Yeah. We love fermenting. Yeah. Um, but you've had kombucha i assume i have yeah kombucha is fermented tea liquid yeah. like they make tea and then act tr- introduce a bacterial culture and ferment oh, it. i didn't know that um, i didn't know that was yep. tea in that because there's all leaves and chunks of stuff and berries and shit in there whatever's in there and what um, kind of kombucha are you drinking well Scott? like somebody made some here uh I can't remember oh, who gave it to us, yeah. but somebody yeah. made a batch of it, and it had DIY kombucha. Yeah, which is, I mean, there's stuff at the store, obviously, but I don't know how sure. good that stuff is. But the, the the DIY stuff, which is, you know, I don't know, supposedly the right way to do it, according to this person who gave it to me, they had like tons of little leaf park particles and weird shit in there, and I didn't know any of that was tea. I assume some of it was, based on what you're saying. Probably. Yeah. So that's that's but- interesting. I didn't know that. Huh. No, yeah, it's it's fermented tea liquid. Uh, puer is fermented tea leaves. So you like, like a sourdough, you get all these wet tea leaves before you dry them and introduce a bacterial culture into it, and the leaves ferment for a while before they dry. How do you get your and, bacterial culture? What do you decide to put in there? You just like wipe your butt and stick your hand in there. What do you do? You <laughs> don't do that. Okay. Yeah, you definitely don't do that. Well, what? How? What? Pat, what? <laughs> What bacteria does it like? Like, is it, uh, hey, give me some of that uh, well, earwax or whatever? It's like a sourdough. Um, oh. <laughs> you, you have yeah. a bacterial culture that you have cultured. Uh, traditional shoe pu'er, like you get in a brick from Scotland, or uh, Scotland, China, pu'er village. I don't know why I said Scotland. Where the hell is my brain right now? I don't know. <laughs> um, you get your bricks from uh, from China of Pu'er. They are fermented with ancient bacterial cultures, literally hundreds and hundreds of years old that they've been making this stuff with. Oh, it's man. like, uh, I mean, I, I, if I'm going to invoke Scotland, I might as well invoke it again. Like scotch, you know, <laughs> you have your high grade scotch that's made from a very specific culture of fermented whatnot. 
same with puer. Puer is called puer the same way as champagne is different from sparkling wine. The same way as tequila is different from mezcal. Uh, um, okay. You get to call it puer because it uses the specific ingredients, the specific bacteria. Mm. I wonder if anyone's scared of the idea of ancient bacteria. You know, that's where ancient that's where the, bacterial cultures, huh? Yeah, that's where <laughs> that's where you get your you get your your clickers and your your zambies it's from the ancient. Bacteria. <laughs> right. You got to be careful there. Um, all right, so here's isn't the whole idea behind clickers that it's a new bacterial culture that well, recently evolved? No, it's something evolved. So it was it's uh, what's the name? It's not bacterial. It's cordyceps. Fung, fungal cordyceps. cordyceps yeah. yeah. So the fungus uh, wouldn't jump to humans until it did. Right. And that's the idea there. It's pretty scary. Evolved. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, okay, so let me ask you the seasonal thing um, uh, before we're done today. This is this just is something that's been on my head. How do you know what's a good because they're all hot, right? So for winter, you're like, oh, here's a perfect winter Unless tea. You ice it. But how come? Well, I guess you could, uh, yeah. And, and of course, you mentioned the kombucha thing. That's always served cold. But I guess what I'm saying is, how do you know what season deserves what tea type? You know. Ooh. Like, how does that decision uh, even get made? Oh, well, You're like, wow, this one yeah, really warms me up the, in the winter. And, you know, it's that that harvest pumpkin one that I love. Obviously, the fact that it's got pumpkin make, means it has to be done in the fall. But yeah, yeah. The, the seasonal seasonal availability versus seasonal uh, what's good in which season. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because so, availability makes sense like, to me. And I would think that they would do it based on that. But is it just, you know, if I, you mean how do I know what to serve people for a season? Sure. Yeah. Um, I can, I have many, many ways. If you mean from the point of view of like a tea grower, there's a whole thing about where, when to pick your leaves and which season they come from and all that. Well, as the, as um, our direct corner of the street dealer of tea, how, how do you decide? Let's say, <laughs> let's say you've got all the stock in the world from everybody, all the seasonal stuff you need. How do you decide, Hey, this is a spring tea and this is a summer tea and that sort of thing. I make some shit up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. Excellent. Basically, I mean, basically, it is pulling from classic culture ideas of the season. You know, mm -hmm. what is an autumn tea? Well, autumn is the time of harvest. So an autumn tea is full of fruit. It is warm feelings of, you know, all this stuff. Winter is cooler temperatures of teas that make you feel like you're sitting by a fire. You know, summer is, you know, cooler flavors that want to relax you and cool you down. Flavors like, you know, cucumber and melon and that kind of stuff. So um, Brian Brian was dead on with the whole pumpkin thing fitting well yeah. into the fall thing because pumpkins fit into the fall and we think of it as a harvest and fall time. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's all right. human psychology. So it's Okay. Yeah, I mean it's availability. We, I guess, and of course it would stem from availability. That's what I was thinking. Is like, all right, beyond the availability, but it is that availability that makes us always mm -hmm. connect that time of year with that flavor. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. Makes sense. I mean, we've come a long way in the modern era, but like grow cultures of like grow cycles of the harvest are still very present. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want to pick up asparagus every single day of the year because it's not going to be as good for nine months of the year than it is for the three months it's actually in sure. harvest. Yeah. So like yesterday we saw Kim and I were shopping Kim and I were shopping on Saturday and we saw a bunch of watermelons at this grocery store and she got this look on her face like that's not right. I'm like what's the wrong? They're just it's watermelons. Not. She goes that's mm -hmm. we are so out of the right season for that and I'm like yeah. oh right these things have a season so she goes go see where, where they were made and I went and looked at the stickers and they all came from Mexico and I guess there are parts of Mexico where these can just, they're all year long. Temperate. Yeah, temperate yeah. enough. But will it be as sweet or will it be as 
Yeah. You know, it won't. Flesh be as red? No, probably not. Yeah, because and if I if I believe anything I saw on uh, any TV shows recently, there's a big bag of cocaine right in the middle of those. Things. <laughs> you know, that's where yeah, all the drugs smuggled come in from. with the watermelon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my oh, I thought you meant just like cocaine grows naturally in Mexico. <laughs> so, like, if you grow a watermelon in Mexico, it naturally has cocaine in it. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I've talked down the show that's about just how the terroir of Mexico. We we would go to when I was a kid. We'd go to lake pal and we would eat watermelon and dump the seeds near the base of the water of the where the 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 coastline of the of the lake was and then we'd come back the next year and there'd be like four or five big watermelon uh patches that grew out of what we planted we used to love doing that to me that was freaking magic man oh, that's great oh, i loved it okay so uh so there you have it tell me it's uh, winter's ending spring starting for all the cultural reasons, what tea am I drinking? What do you want in my body right now? So, well, I'm about to send out the the March box of the coming of the coming spring. So I've got a few green teas. You invoked the name Darjeeling before, which, as Claire Gack mentioned so educatedly in the uh, chat room earlier, Darjeeling is because a bunch of Scotsmen came to China during the Opium Wars, stole a bunch of tea leaves, and brought it over the mountains into India to. Uh, grow outside of the realm of China so they didn't have to pay taxes on it. Uh, they didn't know that tea grew naturally in India already until they'd already planted it. Um, really? That's a bummer, isn't it? No, they they had no idea, so they're just like, China, we want tea, and China you know, doesn't want to give us tea without a bunch of taxes because we got them addicted to opium, yeah. so we'll just grow it in India and buy it there, and then they grew it and sold it to the Indians, and they're like, hey, that's like the stuff we grow over there. Weird. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I say it's I, a different yeah. variant. Yeah. Chinese tea and Indian tea are different variants of the leaf. So Darjeeling is Indian soil and environment with Chinese flavor profiles. So it's very different. Okay. Um. So I have an in uh, a Darjeeling green tea that is you know very different from other green teas because it's Chinese flavor profile with Indian terroir. It's called the End of Watch. Because it's grown in an old uh, military outpost that got turned into a tea plantation, oh. tea estate. Okay. Um, I have the Radiant Smite for the paladins out there. It is a ch- traditional Chinese chunmi, a little bit acidic, a little bit more of a bite to it. Mm. And I have a brand new one as well. All three of these are new. What's to the menu? I am introducing the Jungle Tempest, Ooh. which is a green chai. Um, I know you like the chives. Yeah, and Brian likes the Tempest. So and I like the Tempest. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it is. It uses a green Wayusa from Ecuador, which is like mate, um, but not. Um, very green and, and earthy in its flavor um, with traditional chai spices, cardamom, ginger, cinnamon, pepper, and uh, spicy mango. Oh, all right. That um, adds a little something I, have, I didn't think of before. Chunks of mango, some... Uh, on show chili, um, some good stuff like that. Uh, yes, Claire Chai is tea. It is tea with spices. It's, it's black hard. tea with spices. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to ignore, isn't it? I mean, it's like you know, you try. She yeah. types in all caps. It's, it's basically like she's yelling at me. Mm-hmm. I know. I and know. she does it in short bursts because she knows if the paragraph's too long, she'll get uh, timed out on the thing. So she's doing it in short words. Oh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Which fills up more of the screen, which means half the screen's going to be Claire's responses in all caps, which is fantastic. So. Get down on this. It's a, it's a green chai. It's cooler than typical 
typical chais because most of them are black tea and they're warmer. This one's cooler spices. It has a little bit of peppermint, a little bit of lemongrass, a, a cooler, lighter flavor with spicy ma- spicy mango. All right. Well, and I just sent you both a huge box of my different chais so you know how varied yes. and lovely my oh, chais yeah, are. Oh, yeah, they are way more varied than I've... And after this conversation about how many, you know, the seven types of basic tea, it makes a lot more mm-hmm. sense now why all these combinations are happening. I get it now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been educated today, and I didn't know that was going to happen when I started the show today. <laughs> One really last didn't. point of education. Yeah. Chai is the Hindi word for tea. Oh, take so that. So when you say chai tea, you're saying tea tea. What tea, if, tea. What if I was saying, okay, hold on. What if I said, Carrie Chai likes chai tea? What am I saying? Am I saying, Carrie T likes TT? Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, the, it's masala chai. So masala is spice, chai is tea. Starbucks thought masala chai was too long. They dropped the masala part, kept the chai part, but didn't know that chai meant tea. That's t- Starbucks, so Starbucks did that? ruins everything again. Oh, my Lord. I didn't know they did that. All right. Well, yeah, Starbucks yeah. brought chai to America. Yeah, it did. Jerks. Um, uh, the, well, there you have it. Uh, if you want to join the level that has tea stuff, you go to our uh, to our Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS, and uh, look around. Look at the different options. One of them has a tea option, and you can have some of this greatness sent straight to your door. Get down on the TMS. That's right, man. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Hey, Gwen, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Please visit Phoenix Pearl Tea. Buy oh, my yeah. Teas. PhoenixPearlTea.com. Only one. So buying my tea directly supports me. It's yes. not supporting a big chain. It's yeah. me. Help Gwen buy today. Buy, buy her tea. Right. Do it now. Go to PhoenixPearlTea.com. All right. See you later. Now, let's test this yeah. make sure it's hang up on us. Nope. Okay. We're good. We're good. They fixed awesome. it. Whatever it was, it's fixed. I'm gonna I'm no longer. If, I'm gonna no longer bring it up unless it crashes out, and then we'll deal with it. <laughs> you know, and I don't think uh, uh, Carrie uses the last name Chai anymore. So no, that, you're uh, right about that, and yeah. nor should she, knowing what we know about no, that last nor name. Nor should she. Like, get rid of that last name. As don't as have as that. Um, all right. Quick reminder: the show tomorrow will start a half an hour later than usual, and the reason is uh, Bobby's guest hosting, but he has to fly tomorrow morning. And when he so he'll be a little late just getting back from his from his training. So he's he's in his his flight thing and he'll be back. And Brian will be back Wednesday from Vegas. That's right. Uh, An episode live from Vegas a month early. I'm just going to camp out in Vegas and hold ta- uh, tables at restaurants for everybody so that uh, in April. Well, you, you guys will all show up then, and I'll have all of your tables ready. That'd so. be great. I love this idea. Your, your beard will be out of control. <laughs> right, exactly. You'll be all stinky. No, I'm holding on to these tables. <laughs> no, that was mine, too. Oh, I love it. I um, love this idea. What's funny is, because of the lateness, uh, I'll actually have landed in Vegas before you start TMS tomorrow. Oh, before I, I, I start land, it. Oh. I landed 825 local Vegas time. Oh. <laughs> so. Oh. I was thinking you were hosed for the whole morning, and there was just like, well, I, I'll live with this half hour later thing. We could have done you and I could have done that. No, I mean, I'll be, I'll be, you know, walking through the airport, getting oh, a, true, yeah. a ride to the to downtown. It's it won't be, yeah, it, it's not like it'll be. It would be something I could do. It'd have to be like a couple hours later, but yeah, right, exactly. I won't even have a room. I'm gonna be basically, <laughs> uh, be homeless. Yeah, uh, homeless in uh, Vegas. Uh, 
Yep. Homeless in Vegas. There are plenty of others there like just like that that can hang out with you. Man, I drove a guy in my lift uh, last week who lived in the Las Vegas tunnels mm. for three weeks. Wow. Was he there and just to experience it or what was his deal? No, no. He got he had some roommate problems with uh, drugs that were they were like really into drugs. He was recovering. He couldn't do it, but he had no other place to go. His family wasn't wasn't nearby or taking him in or helping him out. Um, long story there, uh, but it was a long drive, so I actually had a lot of time to talk with him about it. But he got out of those Las Vegas tunnels two days before the big flood that happened that ended up drowning a lot of people in yeah, those tunnels. that was bad. Oh, yeah. man. it is. There's and documentaries that, and stuff out there you can find about oh, these it's tunnels. Crazy. It's insane yeah. what's under there. It's so weird. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, there you have it. Um, also, we got a quick question about half-asses. That I'd like to ask. I could have done Ooh, this during, okay. during actual half asses, but no, I love it. I love it. This is a good time for it. It says, uh, "Hey, Slurp and Burp, happy TMS patron here with a question. I have, uh, I have some no it all family members. We're missing some hyphens there. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I would love to knock down, lock, knock down a peg." Uh, he says, does Brian have the morning half-asses stuff archived somewhere? I know you gather from a variety of sources, but I love what, what you end up picking. Uh, there's some great obscure trivia I think could trip up anyone. So do you have this stuff in a place other than... I never... I don't archive it. It's it's on the um, the site that we use has obviously has, has all of those half-asses uh, uh, locked in. Mm-hmm. But here's a little secret. Aside from the ones that I get from people who submit... Um, submit ideas. Um, I get it from a game that was created by Ken Jennings and Richard Garfield called Half Truths. Mm. Uh, so you can actually go to Amazon and get the game. Um, it's got this is one box of cards and it comes with six boxes. So good luck, you know, if you really want to cheat Scott or Brian Dunaway. Uh, good luck getting the game and studying up six boxes worth of cards. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, so you'd have a hard time knowing which ones uh, which ones I use because I shuffle. I have the decks all shuffled because we we played it as a uh, as a family. It's a great game. I so. didn't know that they made that game. That's cool. Was that a yeah, while ago? So, what's that? Was that a while ago? Like years ago? It was a while ago. A few years ago, it was a um, a Kickstarter mm. and. Uh, I'm trying to remember who in our in our Frog Pants family backed it, or maybe it was somebody. It was a Coverville listener backed it and ended up with an extra copy of the game and sent it to me. Oh, so, very nice! Just as a friendly, friendly thing. That's great. Well, good job, Ken Jennings. Yeah, you've come a long yeah. way since you were playing Monopoly with my sister in your apartment, <laughs> or playing trivia with me back in 2015 or whatever it was. We all have too many close connections to this Ken Jennings. We do. Fella. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, okay, well, that's it for that. Um, again, tomorrow, Bobby will be here co-hosting. Half an hour later, we're starting. I got to let guests know. I just realized I didn't do that. Well, it'll only be... Oh, and you know what? I just realized... Yeah, uh, one of those guests is Bobby, so yeah, he'll know. Well, not only that, but Bill is in New York visiting family, or maybe Florida. Oh. So he's not here tomorrow, so we're, we're coming up with some, some, some stuff. So it doesn't matter anyway. Cool. All the guests are, are already aware of what's cool. happening. In the meantime, after this discussion about tea, you probably want to hop on over to patreon.com slash TMS and check out that level and all the levels available to our listeners. Uh, one I'd like to focus on is if you sign up today at the crap, what level is it? I'm not sure. I'll find that later. Um, you get art in the mail from me. That's right. In the in the mail, it'll come to you. It'll have a standard card back on it. This isn't like collectible cards almost. 
And on the front of it will be some unique art that I created for that month's shipment. Uh, and it's the only place we send these. So if you want that stuff, some of it's kind of random and weird, not always show related. But uh, if you want some of that stuff so that when computers truly do take over and you'll be like, well, I have some real art from a real artist here. You can be that guy. All right. Or get or, or gal. <laughs> so head over there now. Patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS. And now we're going to leave, but we can't do it until there's music in the air. That's right. It's a legal requirement. Uh, this one is uh, going out to One Sleepy Panda. I love this. Good, good that we've got some time because I've got to do a whole little, um, little theater of the mind. Good morning, Strum and Beat. March 24th, a couple few days ago, mm-hmm. marks the 29th time I'll have sped through our solar system at 67,000 miles per hour. Let's party! Sound like a birthday to me. It absolutely was. And since there's no show that day, whenever this can be fit in, is fine with me. In commemoration, I've decided to share a short tale of aging. He says, uh, cue the Dear Martha music. Oh, uh, good goodness. Okay, hold on. Let me pull that up. Here we go. Whoops. I work in IT and visited one of my offices to swap out a firewall. While I waited for the lunch hour to take the network down... I was helping our new receptionist get some things from her work from for her work from home setup. I scoured the office for a spare monitor, but came up empty. I now share my exchange with the receptionist. Uh, hey, I couldn't find a monitor, but there's a VCR in the conference room cabinet if you want to take that home. The receptionist, with the most dumbfounded look on her face, said, "What's a VCR?" <laughs> At this moment. I felt the cool blade of time enter my abdomen, twist, and empty my guts onto the floor. Mm. To ease the sting of this wound, I asked the cover master to find a song that a bass player would love. Everything is uh, on the table. If that's too vague, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for all the fun. Love the show, though. One Sleepy Panda. Nice. Uh, Well, thank you for that, One Sleepy Panda. Uh, All right, so... My favorite bassist is a dude named Mark King. This guy is amazing. He was a lead singer of a band called Level 42 back in the 80s, and his bass playing is renowned. He's a a slap bassist and uh, incredible, incredible talent on uh, on the bass. Uh, So when I went in to try and find a cover that Level 42 had done, there was just one that came up that I felt was, uh, was worthy of what we're what we're playing and what's great about this cover is that it uh it includes uh the song that he's covering also includes the words something about you which was the biggest hit for level 42 how mm-hmm. crazy is that yeah wild i didn't know yes. he was a bassist and the singer that I, this is news yes. to me okay. and and you know, i do agree flea is a freaking awesome bassist as well but i just yeah. and that guy the, the rest gary was the race car driver that guy uh uh, yes, Primus. Yeah, um, uh, G- Gwendebald, some brother. What's his name? Forna, Forna Blank. Ah, Forna shit. Blank. Anyway, he tried out for Metallica. They said he was too good. Les Claypool. Yeah, that Les guy's Claypool, great. Yeah. yeah, he is great. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get to this one. This is Level Forty Two covering another eighty stalwart in excess and a cover of Need You Tonight. On 
like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Todd and Janelle are dicks. That is so true! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.